People do wild and crazy things. Lots of wild and crazy things. They always have and always will. These people are known as mad dogs. Each week, comedians, me, Sean Woodland, and him, Mick Meredith, will investigate wild and crazy shit that humans get up to. From the bizarre to the disturbing. And the stupid to the courageous. Whether it be criminal, sporting, political, business, celebrity, or even Joe Public. The trials and tribulations of these mad dogs need to be heard and more importantly laughed at g'day mad dogs it is miko here flying solo Still abroad, I am in a place called Nina in Ireland. So, uh, as you do when you go to Ireland, I am balls deep. That's right, balls deep in pints of Guinness. So, we, uh, me and the Misso are on our final leg of the journey. Uh, also, uh, Woody... Um, we can't do this together today because Woody hasn't got any Wi-Fi apparently in Malabar. So uh, that Wi-Fi he's been stealing from the Navy, he's obviously been caught out. So uh, me and the Misso, the lovely Mosey, last week's Mad Dog of the Week. Say hello, Mosey. Hello. <laughs> You're not in Switzerland now. So we are in a hotel room and we are readying ourselves for a big fancy wedding coming up this week, uh, my first Irish wedding, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, hopefully I don't let down the Australian uh, team by making a complete dick of myself, but I will be trying my best. But let's go back in time. We um, uh, we were in Switzerland a few days ago. What a great place Switzerland was. Very bloody cold. And uh, me and Woody were talking last week how his son was scared of heights and I revealed that I was pretty scared of heights. It was quite a stupid idea to go to a place called Switzerland, which is known for fucking mountains. I've climbed many a mountain in the last few days before coming to Ireland. And uh, the miso took me up um, to Fierst, uh, spelt first took me up on a gondola and I shat myself in that all the way up. And then uh, there was a cliff walk where you could walk along a cliff, completely safe, but uh, the mighty Miko shat his pants and made two attempts at the crossing and said no. Then I said to the lovely Mosey, I'll meet you in the bar. She did it fine. I'm eating the bar and we had three beers and then all of a sudden I felt pretty fucking confident and I made the crossing. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the lovely Mosey, she had um, taken on some uh, apprentices, some scared girls from other countries and um, she talked them into coming with us. So we did a crossing together and then I did another few after that. Well, the both of us did. I think we did four all up in the end. I've uh, filmed it on video. I'll put it on YouTube. I'll put a link on. I was feeling pretty bloody confident towards the end there with a couple of um, Swiss beers in me. Piece of piss. I also had my uh, Swiss fondue experience. 
I was looking forward to uh, dipping cheese and potato into liquid cheese. Did I say cheese and potato? Bread and potato into liquid cheese. Uh, very overrated. Not too bad, but uh, very overrated. I've been bloated ever since and have not done a poo in about four days. But uh, we also went on a Swiss chocolate experience where me and the miso sat in a gigantic Malteser. Uh, it was odd, but uh, it was not too... It, it's kind of the Malteser. You sat in it and you kind of drove around and they would tell you stories about Swiss chocolate. Blah, blah, blah. I think the best thing about Switzerland, not the best thing about Switzerland, but uh, what I enjoyed the most was uh, in Switzerland when you book a hotel of a double bed, you and the wife or you and the partner, they give you two, were they single dooners, Maisie? Single dooners. Two single dooners while lying on a double bed, so you got a dooner each. So there's none of this bullshit where your partner steals half the doona like uh, the lovely Mosey always does. But uh, she managed to wedge it under her bum cheeks, my one. And it was very difficult to get out of there because she does a bit of CrossFit, very powerful uh, thighs. So I uh, froze my tits off on the last few nights in Switzerland. So then we hopped on a plane across the, you know, ocean. I don't know what it's called. Went to a place called England, where uh, the lovely Mosey is from, and the lovely Lou, Woody's missus. And we romped around London. We found out the London Marathon was on while we were there. Fucking, we didn't do our fucking sums very well there, but uh, it didn't affect us. Um, there was also protesters protesting about oil everywhere, so uh, we shed ourselves off. We shed ourselves <laughs> and uh, avoided the city area. Uh, turned out okay. Uh, we ended up in um, one of the many pubs in London watching uh, Manchester United versus Brighton playing off in the semi-final for the FA Cup. Very boring match until the... Play, uh, the uh, what's it called, that thing? Extra time. <laughs> Extra time and penalty shootout where Manchester United... Came out on top. Great experience, actually, sitting in a uh, London pub with lots of poms. It was very quiet early, but uh, everyone rose to the occasion towards the end there. And I did Google there. It just seems to be a lot of pubs in London. And I've Googled there are 154 pubs in Sydney, where I'm from, and there are 3,500 in London. So that is a massive fucking pub crawl. We tried our best. So as mentioned, we are now in the wonderful island, one of my favourite places in the world, in a place called Nina, never been here before. Uh, we are going to a wedding, and um, that's pretty exciting, going to an Irish wedding. I've never been to a wedding other than in Australia, and we are staying with um, uh, my partner's family, and they're great people. And uh, I think I've mentioned this before, that uh, they always say that the Irish uh, drink too much, but these uh, this family are teetotalers. So, as mentioned before, we went to the pub and they ordered a pot of tea. I thought it was very strange. I ordered beer, but whatever. But um, the mother of the groom, she said, yes, she's very pale, Catherine, and she speaks very softly, so it's very hard to understand what she's saying, lovely lady. And uh, she said she's going to get a spray tan 
which I suggested to Maisie. said, she's probably going to spray tan. She's very pale. But she said, no, she wouldn't, but she is getting a spray tan. And she said, because she's wearing tights and you're only going to see her arms, she's just going to get the top half done. I'm not sure if that's cheaper. I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> I might just get me ears done. Anyway, hopefully we, uh, me and Woody are back on deck together next week, chatting, talking shit. Uh, he is on the telly, I think, maybe tonight. And he's making his debut on TV, so I hope that really well, well for the legend, Mr Woody uh, Woodland. And uh, grab tickets to his festival show as well. I'll be back in Australia mid-May. But uh, we had some difficulties with this podcast. I've tried to fix it with some um, tweaking. I blame Woody because he's fucking hopeless. Um, But yes, it is a good one. It was supposed to come out last week. And enjoy. All right, Mick. This week, I would like to uh, discuss a mad dog topic that's very close certainly to my heart and probably also to yours drinking mad dogs oh i mean we've had a few piss artists of the highest order haven't we we've we've had george best we did an episode and lemmy and a few of those sort of mad dog musicians in particular and we've discussed uh australian mad doggery in regards to alcohol consumption on our St. Paddy's Day episode. Yes, we, we uh, rated well. So we, we know, but there's one sort of area we haven't covered, and that's kind of the ritualised activities around drinking. So drinking games, uh, things that people do. Well, I know we drink with everything, don't we, no matter what, whether yeah. it's a funeral, a birth, a first-year birthday, a 90th, that's all we do. It's the only way we know how. Um, have you participated in any particular types of drinking activities that you can recall, Mick? I've played, uh, have you done the golf game? Are you talking about this, that one today? No, no, what's that one? Well, you go go on a pub crawl and you get someone to... uh, Oh, someone's got the golf ball. No, each pub is a par. Oh. (laughs) You've never done that one? Nah, nah. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This pub's a par three. You've got to drink three beers there. Yeah, but if you only have one, that's... um, yeah, that's you're too fun. over. Yeah, you're too over, basically. Yeah. Oh God! It's a it's a, it's a young man's it's a young man's or, or wouldn't like like women to do. I it. wouldn't Gee, imagine you'd get past too many holes. No, 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 no. Every time I've played it, it has been three pubs, and then they ban you. They kick you out. They ring yeah. your head and just yeah. go, "No, these these fucking dickheads." Yeah. When ten <laughs> blokes walk into this pub, in theory, it's a great sounding game, but yeah, it's fucking stupid. Most drinking games are a great sounding idea. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've played the one with the, uh, on a footy trip or that where there's a golf ball. And when you're not looking, if someone shoves a golf ball in your, uh, your schooner, you've either got to scull it and or shout everybody. I prefer the one where they shove it up your ass. <laughs> when, <laughs> you're not, when you're, when you're not way. looking. <laughs> one that we used to play quite a bit, uh, at our footy club, and we had a mate who worked there. So we got our drinks for basically free quarters. Do you, have you heard of that one? Don't know quarters, mate. Explain that. We one, used man. to bounce a ten cent piece on the table, and if you landed it in the drink, you could nominate <laughs> someone. Uh, and if you got a rimmer around the rim of the glass, you got to have another go. You usually get a rimmer yeah. after I've had a few drinks. You- <laughs> <laughs> Talk someone into it. <laughs> you wouldn't even be allowed to play that anymore. Quarters, no. No, no, unless no, it was no. at your own house. There's no fucking way, mate. In the nanny no. state, no. no way. We used to play that one for quite a while. Uh, there's a 
There's another one I tried to do with my mate Big Nuts, the man with three kidneys, which was a fucking, we didn't know he had three kidneys in the past. Uh, we tried to drink like a little, five, uh, like a, what is it, three or five ounce, you know, like a smaller than a midi. Uh, oh, what's the, the old, one below a midi? The old a pony. pony or the pony. Yeah, yeah one pony. of them. And we tried to drink one every minute for 30 minutes. I, uh, I spewed at the seven-minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, an, another one we used to do was instead of, you know, when you have a tequila slammer and you do lick, sip, suck, yeah? It's hard to so say you, that. you lick the salt off your wrist. Yep. You uh, sip or skull the tequila. And and then you uh, suck on the lemon, yeah. So one that we used to do was <laughs> we used to do snort, uh, snort, skull, squeeze. Jeez. So you'd Christ. snort the salt, Jesus skull Christ. the tequila. You wouldn't, get, you wouldn't get past the first one, surely. <laughs> and then squeeze the lemon in your open eyeball. Fuck me, you <laughs> fucking people are sick. Yeah, we used to do that. It was funny. Uh, we did the goon bag tied to a washing line. Yeah, I've done that one. That's a good game. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good game. That's a good game. I saw the thing on Instagram last week, actually, with the kids, where someone they've done a similar thing with ceiling fans, and you tie a water bottle, and basically the whole family has to stand there blindfolded, and it just keeps fucking whacking people in the head. <laughs> which will be you know have a, might have a crack at that this good way, weekend. Good way for, to fuck uh, up your fan. True. Lucky we're in a rental. Uh, we can always get the landlord onto that, can't we? Well, you know uh, we used to play that other one. Cans and bottles, where you'd go one, two, three, four cans, six bottles, and then if it was a derivative of five and or seven, uh, you had to do cans and bottles, and if it was like number 35, which is seven times five, you had to say bottles, cans, oh, and if sense. you screwed that up, you had to scull. Like I know, with your mathematical no, genius, no, it'd no, be... No. The Kiwis have got a good one, Mickey. It's called possum. Right. Yeah, this fucking cracked me up. The, uh, the rules of this game from the Kiwi is pretty simple. All players sit in a tree and consume a case of beer until they fall out of the tree Jesus like a dead possum. Christ. And the last, last player in the tree wins. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, the one that uh, has shot to prominence probably over the last decade, though, and something I've never had anything to do with, uh, the shoey. Yeah. It's big, isn't it? I don't I just fuck I've never got you you've never drunk beer out of a shoe? Oh, I don't think so, mate. Not that no. I can recall. I've drunk one out of an ashtray, but not a not <laughs> not a shoe. Explain that one to us, would you? An ashtray, why is that? Oh, that was yeah, nothing run I'm out, proud of. Running out of cups. Oh, I was fucking not a sensible young man at that point in my life, Mikko. I you don't know, think either a, of us were. A few of us. <laughs> and that's why we draw it. We, we become friends as we get older and said, Yeah, I used to be a fuckhead like you. <laughs> <laughs> but I never even knew the shoey was a thing until more recent years. Uh, but historically, it's been performed as a bringer of good fortune, that old chestnut, eh? Drinking out of a shoe brings you good luck. It's like those people that say, When a bird shits on you, oh, that's good luck. Fucking yeah, yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if it's yeah. not you. Depends on if it's what size fucking bird it was too. Yeah, <laughs> like your pelican. I think um, I think um, I've been to a few weddings and they'll drink champagne out of the the wife's shoe. 
That's that's that, that's yeah. We, that's that's one of the things times. historically that I found. That's where it began, I believe. Uh, uh, it was also a hazing punishment, which hazing, of course, is the American word for what we call fucking bullying. I love bullying. <laughs> How good's bullying? <laughs> or a party trick. It's not really difficult as a party trick, is it, to drink out of a shoe? I would think shotgunning a can of beer. Now that's a party trick. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. Yeah. That was big yeah. in our day, was it? With, was it ours? Do we? Yeah, yeah. Would it would have started with us because we had the aluminium cans, wouldn't we? Yeah, because they were yeah. tin before then. You couldn't. Did get you fucking... used to put a keyhole in it or just hit it on your mouth and do it? Keyhole. Yeah. 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 See, me and my mates we used to just smash it against our mouths and do it. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Idiots. Fucking I can't believe. Yeah, I fucking. I can't believe you're still alive and you've got teeth. Uh, so this about the only place where it remains really popular, the shoey. It uh, is Australia. How long do you reckon it's actually been around, Mickey? Uh, well, you know, I can, I can only remember the last 10, 15, 20 years, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Historically, the Middle Ages, it was a success thing, a lot of wartime things. They drank from shoes after victories, that sort of stuff. But uh, 20th century, the act of, as you mentioned, drinking champagne from a lady slipper became uh, shorthand for decadence and sophistication. 1902 at the Everly Club, a high-class brothel in Chicago. When a dancer's slipper fell to the floor, a member of Prince Henry of Prussia's entourage picked it up and used it to drink champagne. And I'd hazard a guess that he also <laughs> drank from the furry cup afterwards. <laughs> uh, drinking from another soldier's boot was a German tradition, and uh, during World War I, German soldiers were said to pass around a leather boot filled with beer. To bring good luck before a battle, that's just what you need to be fucking full as a caterpillar's sock drawer before you're trying to shoot someone. They're all on the mushrooms too, weren't they? The the Nazis. Oh, possibly. Isn't it historically, yeah. that there were uh, a lot of drugs tested on them. Yes, yes. They, well, Hitler. Have you just seen some footage of him? Fuck, he did. He was wide eyed. Yeah, well, he, he looked like he, he'd been on the glass barbecue. Yeah, he, uh, he, he had a permanent uh, twitch in his hand, didn't he? From um, all the drugs he was taking? From methamphetamine. Yeah, he yeah. was on the meth, wasn't he? It would have been good to have a So wank. more recent time, it was... <laughs> In more recent times, it sounds like punk rock bands were the ones to institute its popularity again now. Oh, right, uh, yes. But it's, it's mostly popular in Australia. Uh, and it's usually, you know, the, I reckon the sort of people that... Encourage the shoey are the same sort of fucking idiots who sing Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah, I can't. Like the I, fanatics, you know, the ones that go to the tent, like the fucking wankers. They're just fucking empty vessels, mate. Well, in England, they have them great songs at the football, like that. Surely. I know. It's an absolute that. embarrassment. We got we it's got a three word song and they're singing fucking piss taking songs, piss, piss taking the piss out of everyone yeah. that walks past. I know. It's, it's the opposite brilliant. Teams. I know. I know. I, I did a full episode on your hobby of shit about dickheads who sing out Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. They're those sort of patriots that fucking don't really have a brain, aren't they? You know? Well, we'll probably lose a few listeners, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> some people love it, though. They do. Yeah. Uh, so the drink most commonly used for a shoey, of course, is beer. Uh, however, other beverages such as champagne are also used. Formula One racer Daniel Ricciardo has uh, Riccardi, Riccardo has said, if the sparkling wine is cold, then it tastes good. If it's warm, then you might uh, get the sweat through it, but the cold taste kills the bad stuff, so it's delicious. 
There's no warm alcohol that I like. No. Uh, who else we got? Supercars driver Dave Reynolds. Uh, he proceeded to drink champagne from his shoe. Uh, DJ Dylan Francis did a shoey on stage at Sydney's Field Day. Uh, more in, uh, what's his name? Jack Miller, a MotoGP rider. He did it. Uh, who else? Valentino Rossi was the first non-Australian competitor mm-hmm. to embrace and perform a shoey. Uh, so we did uh, Ricardo again with Patrick Stewart at the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, there we got him. Who else? We, there's all these fucking uh, motor vehicle riders in particular or drivers. Who else have we got here? Australian cricketer Andrew Ty uh, had promised to do the shoe if his team, Kings, the 11 from Punjab, uh, had won the Indian Premier League. They didn't. Uh, <laughs> this won't come as any great surprise to you. The shoey was popular during Cronulla's 2016 season when it uh, finally won its first and only premiership. Numerous players such as James Maloney doing shoeys at celebrations. An ultra-marathon runner, Des Linden, won the Boston Marathon. Uh, she drank champagne from one of her running shoes and did the same thing after setting the women's world record 50-kilometre time. you think you'd just fucking fall over, wouldn't you? Yeah, the last thing you want is fucking alcohol after a marathon, wouldn't you? Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) I'm going to have, after I run mine, Mick, I'm just going to have a ciggy and and a beer. How are you going with your marathon? Well, at this point of the game, because I had shingles and I recovered from them, after we record today, I'm going to try and run for close to two hours if I can, Mick, and see how I go with that. That'll be the first big one for a couple of weeks after the the spasms in the uh, Achilles. Do you uh, run with uh, sound in your ears or just yes. thinking yep. what do you listen to? Music. Uh, I've got basically sometimes the albums, but mostly I've just got a playlist of all my favourite songs from the last 50 years. Oh, right. Uh, geez, you are old. Last 50 some years. Some more. Fucking well, geez. last, however. Should you be out running years. at that age? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I, uh, I, I need music. I did try listening to a podcast, and I'm like, nah, that's not right for a runner. So. You've got to find the right one, I reckon. Possibly. Possibly. There's a, podcast yeah, I, I called, there's a podcast called Run Faster, You Fat Fuck. <laughs> should listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> if there isn't one, please, someone invent it. Someone make one. Yeah. Uh, MMA fighter, he's done it. Who else have we got? Matthew Wade and cricketers Matthew Wade and Marcus Stoinis did a shoey. Uh, New Zealand racing car drivers. The AFLW coach, Craig Starsevich from, uh, from Brisbane. That remind I don't think it was him, but there's another bloke who played for Collingwood in the, uh, what was, was it the AFL in 1990 when they won their first flag, Collingwood won their first flag since 1958. And between 1958 and 90, I think they lost something like 10 or 11 grand finals. They called it the Collie Wobbles. You might have heard of that. Yeah, it's the Collie. I love but the Collie it, Wobbles. It, yeah. It wasn't Stasevich, but one of his teammates, I remember they, were, they had to leave their hotel early one morning to go training, and uh, a teammate of his had excruciating, like, stomach cramps, and he saw a little alcove, a bit like the poo jogger. Yeah. And he, he ducked in there <laughs> and let it all out. And it was only later when they went back in and they were having breakfast that they realised he'd done it up against a wall that was like a thick bit of glass and a one-way mirror. 
<laughs> Seen his puckered arsehole. Oh, and God knows what sort of carnage erupted from it. Uh, a WWE bloke's done a shoey, the wrestling. And, of course, more recently, uh, Harry Styles. Did he? Did one. Yeah. Post Malone did one. No, I remember that. That was very big yeah. news. Ash Barty, uh, before she retired, did one. Really? Now, of course, uh, Chewy's nearly caused an international incident in 2016, Vicko, when a group of Australians known as, these are exactly the sort of fuckwits we were talking about before, known as the Budgie Nine, were arrested in Malaysia after publicly stripping and drinking beer from their shoes. Well... In certain countries... I mean, that's, fucking serves them right. They that's given great them life research. In great research from them fucking nongs. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, fucking idiots. It's a pity they didn't give them, like, the Barley Nine, shoot yeah. a couple of them. <laughs> Is that what they're trying to emulate, the Budgie Nine, the Barley Nine, are they? No, oh, they've hell. just, obviously the media's given them that nickname. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Budgie Smuggler Nine. Now, this will come as... Uh, no real surprise to you, Mikko, but the Wowsers have chimed in regarding to the Shoeys, and you won't believe this, but Shoeys aren't good for your health, Mikko. Well, why is that, mate? That's, it seems... Well, what, have a guess, mate. What do you, why do you think they, they mightn't be good for your health? Toe jam. Toe jam. Well, that's one I hadn't thought of. You had a bit of foot rot in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, apparently... Uh, with alcohol, even though it works as a disinfectant, it doesn't have time to ply its trade when you've just tipped it straight into a shoe and then immediately necked it. So any harmful bacteria, including staph, people have got staph infections from doing shoeys, Mick. Is that right? Imagine dying yeah. from one. How'd you die, mate? Fucking, I was doing a shoey. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe there should be more of it. Get rid of a few bottom feeders, wouldn't it? Fucking oath, mate. Fucking oath. What's the uh, what's the worst thing you've ever seen someone drink? Okay. Uh, well, that that bloke that we I think we mentioned him last week. Uh, that uh, Thai Tuivasa, yeah, he did the shoey, and his mate fucking dropped a golly in there, fucking spat in it just before he drank <laughs> it. Like, I mean, what the fuck is that all about? <laughs> that's worst. that. That's well, it's just fucking men, isn't it? Being fuckwits. I've seen someone drink uh, urine. Urine. Quite a quantity of it. Well, I don't want to say too much. Well, it is a podcast. That's that's the point. You've got to talk a lot. No. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, sorry. I don't want to say too much about this. He's the maddest bloke I've ever met, obviously. Uh, And he's about, what is he? He's been nearly 20 years older than me, but I've been mates with him since I was a teenager. And uh, very unique individual, let's put it that way. Was arrested at the age of 14 for stealing a bulldozer and, uh, right. <laughs> and demolishing a construction site. How far did he get? Uh, he yeah, was at the Lynham Tennis Centre in Canberra. Oh, yeah, and, the uh, they'd Tennis just begun Center. work on it. And he was fucking, yeah, he appeared on the front page of the, uh, the Truth in Melbourne once for bashing five cops. Jesus. And, yeah, uh, he's... Done quite, I remember him telling me one time about how him and his mate wanted to um, wanted to go away to uh, the King's Cross for the weekend, and he was married. He got married when he was about 17, this bloke, so in whatever that was, in the 70s or whatever. So he said, go in and tell my missus that I've been arrested 
and you need 40 bucks to bail me out, and then we'll go to the cross for the weekend from Canberra. For 40 then, bucks? Oh, I think back, yeah, back in those days you probably could. Uh, yeah, I might have been 50 cents a beer back then, yeah. Uh, so his mate went in and said, oh, listen, his old mate's been arrested. Uh, we need some money to bail him out. And then she gave it to him, and then, of course, they just fucked off to Sydney for the weekend. And then he was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to be in the shit when I get home. And uh, so he went in and he got a uh, tattoo, which had true love in her name. Trying <laughs> to get himself out of the shit. Okay. What did she, and what did she think of that? Uh, well, he stayed with her for a while. He's never married again since, funnily enough. He, uh, obviously, she's uh, no longer uh, here. She moved back to her country of birth about 40-odd years ago. But he was uh, quite mad. Another time he was telling me that she was nagging at him, which he didn't approve of. He said, if you keep nagging, I'm going to shoot all of your little, uh, what do you call them, little things you have around the (laughs) trinkets. Trinkets. So she kept nagging and he got his air rifle out (laughs) and just started shooting them one by one. Doing a bit of carny work. Did he win any prizes? (laughs) Uh, Anyway. That's, uh, he's also a highly intelligent man, was a political speech writer. Is that right? This bloke. Yeah, he's uh, quite a uh, unique character, bloke I adore very much to this day. He's, he's the maddest drinker I reckon I've ever known. Uh, actually, my neighbour, Jeff the Chef, who I'm sure I've told you about, the bloke who attacked the uh, traffic lights with an axe at 2 o'clock one morning, because they remember <laughs> that one? I don't think I've heard this Haven't story. Haven't I told you about I've that? I've not heard this story. All oh, right, my uh, my neighbour Pete, he messaged me one morning and he said, "Oh, just adds up." He said, uh, "I heard some banging at three o'clock this morning." I looked out the window to see Jeff attacking the uh, you know the little walk button. He said, "I saw him attacking it with an axe and swearing at it." And then he just in his underpants, sixty-three year old man, and then he uh, finished attacking it and just walked back across the street, went inside, and went to bed. Fair mm. enough. You know how they some of them go. Bruh, bruh. All night. It must have, after a decade or more of that, it must have finally got to him. <laughs> you know what I've been hearing? Like, there's a fucking bloke down stairs from here. He's got the, the reverse thing on his camera that goes, ah, 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 ah. who invented oh, that? Oh, the reversing fucking. So he's obviously got a, a, what, a one or two, probably a two ton, three ton van, has he? Fuck, it's noisy. Yeah, right. That's, uh, you might have to have a word to him. Is it in the underground car park? No, he parks it out the front. Oh, just out the front of your parks joint. Out the front. Mate, that's what eggs were made for. Yeah, I, I, I think about that. None of think, what if it fucking, what if I hit him too hard and I fucking kill him and then I'm up in jail and then I'd be some. No, hit his car with one, mate. You don't have to hit him. Jeez, you're a coward nowadays, aren't you? You wouldn't have hesitated 20 years ago. You would have gone down and punched him. I overthink things, mate, you could say. <laughs> Just like Try and tes- egg at his van, mate. Just like me testicle cancer. <laughs> oh, yes. You mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. Is that uh, you got the results yet? Oh, yeah. No, no. I've, uh, they're all clean. All clear? Clean, clean bill of health. They're swinging free. Clean bill of health. Again. Just needs an empty, <laughs> as we predicted. Uh, that's about all I've got on those drinking games, Mika. You got nothing else to add, mate? Uh, I mean the miso. Uh, we we play uh, beer pong every uh, Chris. How does that? I've never actually played that. How does that one work? So you got uh, what is it? Six cups. 
put Is it any... set up like 10-pin bowling or something? Yeah, 10-pin bowling, and you've got a, um, a table tennis ball, ping-pong ball. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to bounce, hit the table and land one in there, and if you land one in there, they have to skull what's ever, whatever's in it. Right. Yeah. Until you're just down to zero. Until, yeah, the other person has. Yeah. You've drunk all the, all the piss. So you can have, I've seen some young fellas when I went back to the footy club playing that. So you can have teams, whatever. Yeah, it's good. It's a good game. Not a bad game. So you and the Miso do that, do you? We do it every Chrissy. We just do it with yeah. beer, beers, but I've seen them do it with uh, tequila. Like that. that's Ooh. the one. That's what you got to be fucking doing. Shooting, shooting tequila. Yeah, and it gets competitive. You think you're fucking gets good better at it? Yeah. And as the as the ball gets wetter, the harder it is to fucking get it bouncing. Oh, yeah, right. Got to give it a little wipe, mate. Got to give, give give it a good wipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we play uh, table tennis on our dining room table and uh, me and the son, and every now and then the, the uh, table tennis ball lands in the dog's bowl. Right. So I leave the water on it just to help. I mean, I thrash him anyway, obviously. But... You don't let him win? <laughs> no. Fuck no. no. God. Mate, he's 11. In two years, he'll be kicking my ass. Mate, never, hey, while the sun shines, mate. Never going to learn, is he? No. God, no. Thrash the pants off him for as long as I can. He gets really angry too. It's great. Oh, he's got a bit of a temper, has he? No, not a temper. He just goes, you can tell how much it hurts him to lose. And I'm like, that's good. That's good. Uh, so there we go. I'll tell you another one that's always astounded me, Mick, in regards to, uh, you know, an alcohol ritual is christening a new ship by just smashing a bottle on the side of it. Where did that come from? Did you look this up? I don't know. I don't know. See, it's just a waste of alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, they do it on yachts and ships and all sorts, don't they? I mean, I I reckon there's other things like that you could use that for, like if your daughter gets a new boyfriend. (laughs) Smash Smash one on his head. Smash a bottle on (laughs) his Some of my daughter's boyfriends, fucking hell. Smash you got one now? Don't think so, no, no, no. Don't think so? Better off without them, mate. Every Better time I get on, on a ship, I christen the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's great. I told you about that uh, fella, didn't I, that used to go around to rental properties on a Saturday morning and just have a shit there? Did he? <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? Just dropping That's a turds. great act. He'd just go around there with a, with a hangover grog bog and go in, have a look around, and then... <laughs> That's proper psychopath shit. I love that. He's the sort of... Sounds like the sort of bloke that would fucking go to Ikea and do a shit in the fucking fake toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a little kid doing that one day. I walked around the corner and... Then, what, know, he was actually having a shit? <laughs> well, he was sitting on the toilet and I just went... With his pants down? Yeah, pants down around his ankle. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. He, he just smiled at me and like, like a little little kid. Like I was like, fucking hell, where's your parents and fucking good on you, mate. Oh, that's great. Good on him. I love kids expressing themselves however they like. My yeah. kids went to school today. They have a day where they dress up as teachers and the teachers dress up as students. Right. And, uh, yeah, my little bloke wore a dress to school today with a wig, fucking good. no qualms. Good on fucking him. good on you, mate. There's not a chance in hell I would have done that. Did anyone dress up like a 70s high school history teacher with long socks and uh, cream shorts. Is that your kink? <laughs> and a body shirt. That was my old history teacher. A body shirt? 
Remember the oh, like a shirts? real tight one. Yeah, the tight, tight polyester. Very 70s with a big side. Yeah, the ones I, I wear while I'm running, mate. Good on you, mate. You better get out and have a run, mate. <laughs> All right. Good on you, mate. Speak to you next week. See you, mate. Mad dog. From the bizarre to the disturbing. And the stupid to the courageous. Oh, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Your sound is pretty good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Have to have to put that in the outtakes, won't we? Yep. Episode not eight. Vico, we're up to. Get out of yourself, mate. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Mad Dogs. Hello, Mad Dog. How you going? I'm going all right. Good stuff. We don't need to do a uh, I know. Intro, I know. We, can ju- we can just cut this out. This can go on our fucking out- outtakes. You just did this, so you had one on me, didn't you? Hey. All right. Really fake Looks like you've been rolling in organic carrot cake It's the middle of winter But you got that summer glow You got Nigerian complexion Normally Eskimo And tan means tan But that there is a shocker Have you been swimming in a pool full of baraka And you're a natural redhead You freckle when it's hot But too many coats of spray tan Can't even Join the dots Fake tan You got a really fake tan Fake tan You used to be Caucasian Calls a melanin you did lack But the only white on you now Is your unpainted bum crack You ask me are you sexy Now if you're new killer in I say I'm feeling really hungry You're looking like tandoori chicken Fake tan You got a really fake Do you then learn your lesson? Or do you spray another coat and almost go fluorescent? It's streaky, it's blotchy, it emits a bad aroma I'm worried that you just might get a fake melanoma You'll have to get a fake scan Maybe a fake operation Where you sit or you will leave a dirty stain And never sweat or shower or go out there in the rain You want the skin of cocoa, but that job's a disaster You want a caramello, but it looks more like Jaffa Why can't you just stay white and avoid that spray-on tan? You've applied so many coats, you've been harassed by the Ku Klux Klan And they don't really like Just